Politics makes strange bedfellows to be sure, and the level of division and contempt right now is absolutely exhausting. Well, we can't solve the partisan divide here, but we can share some parallels in marriage to help you cross the pillow wall and come together with your spouse. The Legendary Marriage Podcast begins now. If you're feeling more like roommates than soulmates, it's time for the Legendary Marriage Podcast. Every couple wants to have a great marriage, but the trials and challenges of life pull us in different directions. But you can have a legendary marriage filled with passion, fun, and adventure together. That's why each week we share stories and ideas about building a life, a love, and a legacy together. And at the end of every episode, we challenge you to find a time with your spouse to build more intimacy and connection by having conversations that matter. All right, welcome to episode 201 of the Legendary Marriage Podcast. It's Danielle and Justin coming back at you today. All right. We're How y'all home. doing? All right, we're talking about politics today. Yikes. Kind but of. Well, kind, kind of. of. Kind of. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, the focus the last couple of weeks, squarely on the election. Has it only been weeks? It feels I, like it's been decades. Years, whatever, months. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and it whoever's occupying the white house it's been easy for us to be divided sure but the truth is the white house isn't what's mattering so much more than the priorities in our own home yeah yeah and before we dive into this conversation today a couple things first of all the next roommates to soulmates five-day challenge is coming up soon don't miss out. You can sign up at soulmateschallenge.com. <laughs> Guys, the holidays are coming up soon. It's going to be a busy, challenging season. Extra challenging. Yeah. On top <laughs> of an already insane year. Um, and divorce filings are up already. The reports, depending on the source, look at 30 to 60% higher oh, yeah, yeah, than yeah. previous years. And there's a huge expectation that there'll be more even after the lockdowns kind of come to an end and this whole pandemic thing starts to resolve mm -hmm. this year doesn't have to be like that for you you don't have to spend a year living in the roommate zone you can use this year to break out and build a legendary marriage that you deserve um so w the way we're going to help you do that is with the soulmates challenge soulmateschallenge.com head over there and sign up today all right halloween's over yeah thank goodness I don't know why. I just feel like at the second Halloween is over, I see a Halloween decoration. I'm like, oh, I'm so over Halloween. I'm over it, yeah. Thanksgiving's around the corner, but let's be honest. Thanksgiving isn't a holiday. Stop. It's a meal. It's a holiday. It's a meal. It's about gratitude. and Sure, it's a meal. It's a meal. That's it. It's, it's not a holiday. It's an excuse for you know, friends and family to get but, together. But what Thanksgiving is, is the kickoff to the holiday season. And this year, that's true. That's just not true. Um, this year, okay. November 1st was the kickoff. Usually we are very, like, at least me, I'm yeah. very strict about, there is absolutely no Christmas decorations going up before, I used to say December 1st. But you got me to say, like, after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So... The I think night, I'm okay night of with Thanksgiving, that. Like that evening. No, not the evening. You start pulling some stuff out. Or Friday, Black Friday. You start pulling okay, some Black stuff Friday, out that weekend. Okay, Black Friday, Black Friday, yeah. Putting up the lights and stuff like that. 
But this year, like the consensus in our neighborhood, at least is lights up. Lights have been up for a week already for a lot of folks. Oh yeah. I see tons of lights. <laughs> I get up. it. I you know, like it has been a hellacious year. And I think people just, you know, people just need a little bit of light in the middle of, you I know, know our neighborhood is ugh. trying to do some special like lights display in the park. And people and... were buying and putting up these like battery powered or solar powered Christmas lights on the trees in this little park in the middle. And then evidently in the middle of the night last night, somebody went through and cut and busted up some of the <gasps> no! stuff. Yeah. Oh, how rude. We will find you. Oh my gosh. They're probably pay. they're probably advocates of Thanksgiving. They think you're skipping Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> and you're you know, I'm tender about the holidays too, right? <laughs> like the news is showing rising COVID rates. It's higher now than it's been. It's Well, you know, too. are we gonna get together with family? Are we not? There's so much uncertainty and, and honestly just, there's just ugh. a lot of like very intentional decisions that you have to make. Like I am a a person of like, Oh, we're just the, it'll work out. Things will fall into place. And this year, I don't know that that's true. You have to make very intentional. And I think hard decisions too, um, that are not going to make some people very happy. Yeah. And so that's the tough part is like, not everybody's on the same page. In the interest of doing what we can do to help y'all in this season. Um, we're going to spend the next few weeks between now and Christmas really uh, trying to focus the show on giving you ideas and tools and resources to have a great holiday season, even in the middle of this stupid pandemic. Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) But right now it's politics time. Yeah. Um, Okay. In the intro, you said something about building the pillow wall. Okay. That was kind of a joke, but actually... We do kind of have a wall of pillows between us sometimes in the bed. Yeah. Just because it's like a cozy. Come on, y'all. If you've ever had the pillow (laughs) wall, you wake up in the morning and you're like, why is there a wall of pillows between me and my spouse? Like, what what did I do? What did you do? Like, come on. You know, think harder. You know what you did. It's because you either did something or they had a heck of a time trying to sleep last night. Oh. Politics is. It's toxic in a toxic culture with the toxicity of social media and the the idea that, you know, it used to be that if someone was going to be a jerk, they had to be a jerk to your face. And that meant that the guy in, you know, Toledo, Ohio, who wanted to be a jerk to the guy in Austin, Texas, couldn't do it unless he got on a plane and did it. Right. And now wherever you are. You can be a jerk to anybody. You can be a jerk to everybody all the time. <laughs> and we all do it. Right? And and so that's that's part of it. But it's but more, it's fundamentally we have adopted this tribalistic binary, like it's either right or left, good or bad, yeah, view of things. And then when you throw in in, in the political arena specifically, the fear mongering and the soundbite ideologies. Yeah. And then people are overlaying their their religious perspectives. And it becomes this kind of mixed up thing full of polarity. It's us versus them. And I just I just can't help but think it's like being a kid and listening to your parents fight like a knockdown drag out fight while you're hiding under the bed going, please let this be over. Yeah. (laughs) 
And, you know, as of today, when we're, we're recording this and putting it out, the, the election is over, but it's not over. It's like, I don't know, some weird, you know, we're in this middle ground, this liminal space that is actually not new. Like the election happens on <laughs> the first Tuesday of November and doesn't get certified till December. It's and always then been that inaugurations way. in January. Right. Yeah. There's so, always a weird limbo time. So there's a weird the limbo time. And so that level of uncertainty on top of all the other uncertainty that we're experiencing right now in this ongoing complex traumatic year. But here's the thing. We're talking about politics today because not because we're trying to say, okay, it's time for everyone to come together and have unity and healing and you know, all of that, which it is, but yeah, sure. Um, but more so it's about getting wise to what's going on. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to lay a little bit of political stuff out here, which is unusual because we aren't really a political show. Yeah. We're focused on marriage. So right. whatever your political beliefs are, um, this you're welcome to them. Yeah. And we're here to help you build a great marriage. Yeah. No and matter I who think you are. The, the part that you mentioned about the toxicity and the division yeah. and the polarity, I feel like that is something that like when you s are swimming in a pool of it constantly, you're always in the, the ideas of polarity and yeah. division that seeps into your soul. Now, whether you believe this or not, it's true. <laughs> I mean, I believe that that's true. I My mean, dad probably would have a couple good uh, colorful expressions to well, describe it. What you surround yourself with yeah. is obviously what you're going to be influenced by and what you're going to become. Yeah. So if you're surrounding yourself by polarity and division and isolation and, oh, I'm going to go onto this social media site and I'm not going to stay with this social media site anymore, whatever it is. Yeah. It's like you're isolating more and more and more. And understand so, that that bleeds over into the rest of your life. That's like, yeah, you, that's you, what I'm saying. You, you can't be highly partisan, polarized, isolated, whatever you want to call it in your politics and still, and still be like the insightful, wise, you know, appreciative, respectful person in every other conversation. Right. It's like right. You, you can't be a jerk at the office and, and not at home and vice versa. Like you are who circumstances you are. Yeah, reveal yeah, yeah. Who, your character. Well, see, and that's the problem that like as we shift into talking about marriage is like the, the biggest problem that we face in marriage is isolation is yeah. division. And sometimes it just starts coming upon us and we don't realize it until we feel very lonely and very isolated. And we wonder how is it that we got to this place and can we please fix it? Um, and that's something that we're surrounded by right now. Mm -hmm. Everything points to division and isolation. And so there is a point where you have to realize what's going on and make the choice that you yeah. want to make for you and your marriage and your family. This is going to sound conspiratorial and it's not. Oh, geez. They. Who's they? Whoever they are. Okay. The forces in the world. <laughs> your the the political officials or the theological officials the religious organizations the the brands 
the zombies that cut the no 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 the Christmas lights no <laughs> they are out to divide and conquer us right that's tribalism it's going only shop at Target because Target's the best mm, the Target or is the best. you have to if you believe this in your in your faith then you have to vote this way whatever it is they're out to divide and conquer us because the, because that's how you create a tribe and a following and everything. Right. It's a marketing tactic. Right, sure. It does not work when you look at the health of your life, your family, or or the country. It, it It's killing democracy in America. That tribalism, the division, the isolation is killing us. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't help too that like if you're thinking about it in your real life, if you're thinking about, yeah. you know, your families, your friends, your neighbors, your all that kind of stuff. And if you're becoming more and more isolated, it's hard right now to even like if you realize it's happening, it's kind of even hard to reach out yeah. and change it because of health circumstances. Sure. You're like, we should all just get together as a neighborhood and whatever. Well, maybe you can't. Yeah. It that division, that tribalism is killing democracy. It's killing marriages. Mm-hmm. And this is the connection that we're trying to make here for you. We're, again, we're not a big political show. I, I think it's the first time we've ever really mentioned it in any more than like a throwaway comment. Mm, but I think we, we would try be remiss to stay if we didn't. We're like, it's, that's the reality that we're living in right now. So it's kind of hard not to mention it. And <laughs> if you're listening, I hope you notice that we're not endorsing, nor have we ever, <laughs> any party, candidate, platform, or position. The only thing that we care about is you and your marriage. That's what this show is about. Believe whatever you want to believe. We're here to support you and your marriage. So we're gonna. I'm gonna make this last little parallel shift to what we're gonna talk about today, and I want you to follow along. Hear the heart here. Don't hear the thing that you agree with or disagree with politically. <laughs> That's challenging. I don't know if I can do that, honey. Okay. When it comes to your politics, and there's a reason we're releasing this episode after <laughs> election day. Mm-hmm. When it comes to your politics, get informed. Read, listen to the candidates. Watch them. Consider your values and the kind of values that you want your kids to have, the kind of world you want to create for them. Look at the candidates, the parties, the platforms through those eyes. Think for yourself. Don't get sucked into conspiracy theories or dogmatic ideologies or soundbite thinking. Don't regurgitate the talking points that they keep putting out there for you. That's a marketing tactic. It's the same reason you see the same commercial on Hulu 95 times during one show. Mm -hmm. Because the more you see it, the more you believe it issues are complex and they require us if we're going to participate politically to give real consideration prayer contemplation and thought don't isolate yourself in sorry bad word coming up don't isolate yourself in an echo chamber of bullshit don't just seek out people who will participate in your stories in your preconceptions but rather find people who will intelligently, compassionately, respectfully challenge you. 
Okay, that sounds like a foreign language right now. I know. I know, but like, remember when we used to be compassionate <laughs> listeners and like, no. you don't? No. This this pattern of tribalism and and polarity has been building in our culture for about 40 years. So since we were little, little kids. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, I, I don't want to go too far into that. I want to say this last thing and then move forward. Have respectful, curious conversations with people. This is the, this is where we turn from politics to marriage. The biggest challenge that couples face is conflict. Yeah. It's not the issue of sex, money, parenting, chores, bills, whatever. It's how we fight about them. And there's this huge parallel between how we do our politics and how we are doing life together. So we're talking about this because it's so easy to spend two years focusing on an election, on stuff that is large part beyond one vote, beyond our control. Mm -hmm. We get so wrapped up in it and we forget that we have power and, and ability to focus internally in our homes and build a life and a love and a legacy with our spouses. And the truth is that your house is much more important. What goes on there is much more important than the White House and what goes on there. And I know that that feels uh, hard to accept, but I believe it to the tips of my toes. Well, also, I was just going to say, like, the more we lean into each other. Yeah the more we're going to be able to be more healthy and figure this out together. Whether you're talking about friends, like, you know, one of the things people are talking about is like, oh, you're just unfriending people. You're not being friends with the same people anymore. You know, you're not going to see them on Facebook. You're not going to, you don't see them anymore because you don't do anything in person. Um, is like, it's hard to hate people up close. Yeah. I know Brene Brown, I've heard her say it, and I'm sure there are other people that say it too. It's like, it's hard to hate people up close. Same thing with your spouse too. If you draw in close to one another yeah, and don't avoid topics, avoid each other, avoid the situation, become more isolated. If you lean in, even if you have a difference of opinion, the journey together is going to draw you closer. Like the whole avoiding something to keep the peace is, is not going to work. It's going to come yeah. back and bite you. It always does. Yeah. If we're going to talk about healthy conflict, we're talking about having a conflict together where you do grow on the journey together. How about we shift our perspective? Yeah. Um, facing an issue shoulder to shoulder. We're facing the issue instead of, Nose to nose, we're fighting each other. We tackle the issue together. We're both tackling the issue. This is this makes me think of um, you and I love to go hiking, and we've talked about this before. Sure. And this is a great time when you and I can have conflict conversations is when we're hiking because we're actually physically both walking shoulder to shoulder, and we're talking about an issue and we're kind of like imagining it out in front of us as like our dog is walking out in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the issue that we're tackling. It, it's pretty impossible to like fight nose to nose physically 
when you're walking. I mean, every now and then we'll stop and have a little confrontation. Uh, yeah, but I'm just I'm just thinking about that picture of it really represents how you should think about conflict. I think this is so important because because I will hear people lament the polarity in in politics mm-hmm. and go, why can't we just understand that everybody wants to have a great country and have you know have a future for kids and so on? Because we forget that we're on the same team, shoulder to shoulder, mm-hmm. same team. Mm-hmm. Like assume the best. We're like at, that we have the same desired outcome. Right? It's uh, the, it's the same in politics as it is in marriage. Like it, I think it, what happens in it's marriage, it's not about me fighting you or you fighting me. I think me. what happens in marriage and in politics is that comes into question. Yeah. Do you really both have the same end game in mind? Mm-hmm. And sometimes when we start assuming the worst about each other, I mean, you and I can do this. We can assume, you know, we can throw something out there and you're like, whoa, like what story are you making up about this? Like, yeah. yeah. But that's what conflict is really about. It's about creating alignment, getting on the same page. It's not about the issue, mm-hmm. right? Do we go out to dinner here or there? Do we send the kids to private school or public school? Do we buy this house or live in that RV? Like those things are are the fruit, the the symptom, the thing mm-hmm. that expresses the alignment of values and priorities and goals and so on. And conflict is our tool to get there. That's interesting so, you say it's a tool to get there. I feel like a lot of times we see it as an obstacle or a roadblock mm-hmm. yeah. but if we use it as a tool to align us or draw us closer together i don't think we'd be so afraid of it yeah i would even say conflict is a set of tools mm-hmm. as opposed to confrontation which is more like a sledgehammer <laughs> like that's it it's a sledgehammer yeah you can use it to break rocks or you can use it to try to cut down a tree yeah. Right. It's it's not terribly effective as a tool <laughs> in general. But but that's the difference. Right. Confrontation it happens when we're triggered, when when we're inviting the four horsemen that Gottman talks about, the criticism, contempt, stonewalling, and defensiveness. If those things are going on, you're not having conflict. You're having confrontation. Mm. Right? See, so whether you're knows, talking yeah. to somebody about their politics or you're talking to your spouse about what bedroom set to buy. <laughs> conflict is good confrontation sucks which by the way we definitely need to get a new comforter yes you already gave ours to the good well, one. And, and i was thinking about this because uh, you know we t- tell the story often but in 2005 we went through a crisis and the divorce bomb the idea of it went off mm-hmm. and we almost ended things and after that after we made a decision, we were like, okay, wait, wait, wait. You wake up, you shake it off, you go, okay, what are we doing here? We were talking about some of the issues that we were fighting about. Mm-hmm. Realizing we actually didn't disagree about much. How to handle our money, where we wanted to live, the, the you know how we wanted to raise our kids, our, things like that. What we were doing was fighting each other, trying to win instead of solve the problems. Yeah. So we were going to each other nose to nose instead of shoulder to shoulder. And so it was a hard, big, fat slice of humble pie. I feel like in that season, too, when you feel like everything's spinning out of control, 
you fight for something that you can, you feel like you can control. Yeah. And I feel like that's how I use conflict between us mm-hmm. was this is something I can control. I can quote unquote win or something. That yeah. is such a brilliant insight because I see that thing playing out this year. Mm-hmm. We can't control a pandemic. Right. You can't control the economy and what's right. happening there. Right. So we focus on politics. We focus on weird things Which, like people are remodeling their homes and building pools and like we find something that we can control. Right. That we can go, hey, it's messy, now it's good. It's ugly, now it's beautiful. It's <laughs> yeah. Boring, now it's exciting. And there's good in that. That's fine. Focus on what you can control. Yeah. But when you bring all of that frustration and the criticism, contempt, stonewalling, defensiveness, the hatred, the the vitriol yeah. into a relationship or a situation or an issue, it's not healthy. Um, so we wanted to give you five secrets to healthy conflict. Let's do it. All right. Number one, perspective. Understand Conflict is about is about acknowledging that you and your spouse have a different perspective? Yes. What? And guess what? There aren't just two perspectives. There's even more? There's an infinite number of perspectives about any issue. Yeah. This is why the polarity thing doesn't work. Because it's not left or right, right or wrong, well, up or down. Oh my gosh, it makes your brain hurt to even think about it. Exactly. We like simple binary choices, on or off. Right. But the fact is, issues are complex. Right. Relationships are complex. Mm-hmm. So understand that perspectives are all valid. Mm. And the process of conflict isn't about choosing yours or theirs, making one right and one wrong. It's about understanding what's in that perspective for the other person. What's important to them about this so that we can move together from nose to nose to shoulder to shoulder so we can move alongside each other and find a a solution to whatever the problem is number two passion like danielle has no problem with this one what (laughs) having conflict requires a level of passion you know that energy and zest i think it's interesting that you're saying i'm the one that has the passion i feel like no 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 part of our i didn't it wasn't it wasn't only you this is interesting because when we had our enneagram analyzed with michael warden back on the show like 70 episodes here she goes pulling up the old tape to replay it no i'm not doing this i'm just saying he said one of the downfalls of our matchup with an yeah. Enneagram eight and a four is that you're both passionate and you dig your heels in and you're going to butt heads. Yeah. And it's very true. It is true. <laughs> we both have passion. But that passion is good. As because long as it you're creates re- a lively debate. It creates as long a lively as you're conversation. Respectful and you know, you're yeah. not having violence you're not filled with contempt absolutely yeah that kind of thing passion is essential to marriage and passion is based on differences of opinions of perspectives of ideas and if you look at the flip side what's the flip side of having passion is it indifference that's even i feel like that's even more deadly yeah yeah that's that's what the roommate difference is Mm -hmm. deadly yeah you're right oh my gosh i know uh number three (laughs) no yeah number three is the goal of conflict 
it's alignment. Yeah, get on the same page. About your values, your shared mission, your priorities, your goals, and then taking action. Being aligned yes. about what, what you're actually going to do. And I want to say the ugly truth about alignment here. The ugly truth about getting on the same page or alignment, however you want to say it, is that it is not instant. It does not happen no. necessarily. I mean, it could in one sure, conversation sometimes. or two conversations, but sometimes it's just the journey of, okay, we made a little progress mm -hmm. or I just know your perspective now and you now know my perspective and we're going to come back to this and we're going to come back to it and we're going to come back to it. You know, if I think about couples that have like, a different faith background. Mm -hmm. It's like there's, I don't think there's any one conversation to be had and like gain 100% alignment. Are there pieces? Are there 75, 80, 90% of the pieces that are aligned? Usually, yes. Yeah. You're not usually 100% diametrically well, opposed to each other and every everything that underpins it. Yeah. I think of uh, Ken and Danielle, Ken Mossman and Danielle DeGrassi, uh -huh, who we yep. had on the show uh, about a year ago. Yeah. And um, they have different faith backgrounds mm -hmm. and and yet are able to look at things and see the different perspectives, understand what value is beneath it for each other mm -hmm. and find ways to have common ground, common shared totally. meaning, common shared purpose that they can come together on. And it's, it's how they've, they've shown their kids to, to embrace their own faith. Right. Um, that was a great episode. Yeah, it was, was a great, a great episode. episode. We'll have to get back and listen. Uh, so alignment is never about compromise. Like there's, there's a big difference there. No. When we say alignment, we don't mean, oh, I'll just, I'll just give up on this thing because it seems like it's more important to you than it is to me. It's not about compromise. Yeah. It's not about settling. It's not about who wins and who loses. Alignment and I want to say too is, is like that your vision. And you're not always ready to take action on it. Yeah. Last thing is stay curious. What? Y'all, whether you're talking politics or parenting, whether you're talking about kinky sex or how you're going to handle the chores around the house, stay curious. Mm explore the different perspectives together I'll, you know be have a passionate conversation that's great right seek alignment look at your values and your your shared goals and priorities and everything and stay curious if you're gonna make assumptions assume the best of each other mm. and then ask questions that way i'm gonna assume the best of you and i'm gonna ask questions that assume that instead of going so you think i'm stupid I'm going to say, so what is it that you see here that I don't? I want to give a little, just a little hint to our listeners here. A good way to be curious, I think sometimes our default is to go to like why questions. Like, why do you think that? You know, why is that important? Sometimes the actual, just the word why can put us on the defensive yeah. mode. Um, if you ask more what questions, that can evoke more like thought and feeling from the person you're talking to. So if you say like, what's important about that? Or, you know, what are you feeling? Yeah. Great, great ways. All right. And then um, you might face some possible issues if you try to engage yeah. in conflict, especially if you've been avoiding it. 
if you've been putting it on the back burner yeah. or making a lot of compromises or things like that, um, and you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to dive in. I'm going to talk about something that's really important to me. Know that you're going to face this. First of all, you're probably going to get triggered in some sort of a situation. Or you already have been or continue to be. You know what? Yeah. I, I start to like, I feel like my face starts to get red if I'm triggered. Um, like I'm thinking of like, oh, you're going to say that just like you've said that 500 times before. How'd that turn out for you? Like I'm going Defensive down this. Much? Ooh, I'm going down the train. I am triggered. So be aware yeah. of that. Maybe take a little time out. Come back. Revisit. Yeah. Um, what else? Unforgiveness, right? Like the, the fact is most people have not had healthy conflict in their lives, in their marriages. They've right. had a lot of ugly confrontation. Yeah. And that leads to a lot of hurt. And when we don't process that, and this isn't about you did this, I forgive you. It's not about you ta- telling your spouse or getting yeah. getting any closure that way. It's, it's about you it's an inside releasing job. it. It's yeah. about you processing through forgiveness because it's cancer that's going to kill you if you don't. Mm-hmm. I also think there's habit, right? Like we, we've been doing this one way. Yeah, forever. Right? We react. We get triggered. Or we, we avoid we down, it we or avoid, whatever. We yeah. go down these paths. So like when you're going to have some conversation, some heated fellowship, some mm-hmm. conflict, understand like if you're triggered, take a breather. If you're, if you're wrestling with something, if old stuff starts coming up, it's because of unforgiveness. You got to go and, and process that. And if you find yourself going down, having the same fights over and over again, it's because you're in an old habit. Mm. So give yourself and each other some grace here. Um, you mean you're not going to be perfect If the world could just give each other some grace when it comes to politics. Too. I want to confess this. Hmm. We are not 100% perfect at conflict. How dare you? I'd you are wrong. I am perfect at it. I'd say we're like a B. <laughs> yeah, yeah, B, B minus. Um, uh, give yourself and each other some grace. Assume the best and give people grace, right? Um, focus on understanding what's important to your spouse, to other people, rather than winning the fight. Yeah, because it's not really winning per se. It's a, If you think of the long the game, last, it's not winning. Yeah. And the last <laughs> thing, I'm going to tie that in back to politics for one second. Stop fighting in politics. It's not a fight. You fight enemies. Yeah, that's true. And people, we are not each other's enemies. Mm-hmm. We are not. We are a people divided we are a people with different perspectives on Mm -hmm. issues but we all want some of the same kind of core things Mm -hmm. we want a country that is great for everybody that is peaceful that is where everybody has a chance to succeed where um opportunity and and reward systems work together as as they'd say in braveheart (gasps) freedom yeah and the same thing is true in your marriage. You both want the same things. You both want a great marriage full of intimacy and connection and fun and adventure and passion and purpose. You want to raise bright kids who are, you know, happy confident and, and happy and successful. Yeah. You want to make a difference in the world in some way. You want to carve out a little niche 
in in this earth for yourself and your family and leave something for them. And matter. So remember that the next time a conflict comes up. All right. Mm-hmm. And now the talk about it segment of the show. Each week we challenge you to set a time with your spouse to have a conversation that matters. You didn't do it in the voice. I know. I skipped right over you. All right. Here's your conversation starter question. Where do we have common ground on important issues? Mm. All right. We've started the conversation here. We hope you'll join. Maybe those hot button issues. Yeah. We hope you'll join in over in our community on Facebook. You can go to legendarymarriage.com slash community. It'll take you right there. Don't forget to sign up for the Roommates to Soulmates Challenge. It's coming up soon. It's going to be fun. Uh, Transformational opportunity. You'll find some great people, a community that'll stand with you. Um, Soulmateschallenge.com. Claim your spot today. That's it for today's show. Until next week. This is Daniel and Justin reminding you. Don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Legendary.